0: so i just wanted to have a chat i wanted to have a discussion about something that just happened now we can't talk about the reasons too much because youtube doesn't like talking about the word but let's just say because of global events right now with a certain virus uh movie theaters have closed around the planet Mm -hmm. uh movies for the next month or two are being delayed heavily oh by the way this is tara i'm peter just in case that that wasn't clear so, what I wanted to talk about is the fact that Universal started this off with putting out Invisible Man, The Hunt, and I think something else, uh, out in VOD. In fact, today of recording, because today's, uh, we're recording this on Friday Friday night, and that was today. They put out $20 rentals for these movies that just came out, and you're probably thinking, you're sort of, well, I mean, that's not that big of a deal, because they were technically already out in theatres, so they're just sort of trying to give it a quicker sort of lifespan on, on home video, whatever. But they also announced that there's a, their family film that's out like next week or the next two weeks is also going straight to VOD. Bloodshot from I think Sony uh, is, is coming out of VOD next week.
1: Yeah, Trolls 2. Disney's putting out a bunch of stuff on their platform.
0: Yeah, Onward uh, is, is coming out. Uh, I think to VOD first, then to Disney Plus a little bit later, but much quicker than it would have been otherwise. Uh, cause I, I cause think,
1: like April 3rd or something.
0: Yeah, so... like the, I don't necessarily want to talk about those movies individually, specifically. It's not really about that. And just today, there was a, not an announcement of any kind, but apparently Warner Brothers are seriously having talks about Wonder Woman 84 going straight to VOD. Not to, you know, HBO. That's a big one. That is huge. And they're not talking about putting it on HBO, uh, what's that called? Max. Or They're not talking about putting it on a streaming service. Just VOD, just, you know, straight to pay twenty dollars, whatever it is, and you can watch it. So do you it.
1: think they're using this as an experiment to dip their toes in the water of just eliminating like theater releases altogether?
0: I don't think intentionally, but I think with how long this is looking like it's going to last, and you know, people are saying, Oh, maybe we'll be back to normal by, you know, early summer, and more and more that feels like really naive because how everything keeps getting worse. <laughs> so I think they've just kind of been forced to. And I think one of the weird things and kind of what made me think about this question is that Uh, one of the first things to start being canceled was comic conventions and and gaming conventions Mm -hmm. and i heard someone say you know the sad truth is is that maybe this will make us realize how little we need a lot of them that there's far too many of them and basically by not
1: get into anything anyway i mean i used to go to comic con like years ago and i once waited four hours to get into hall age on a saturday which is the big one. That's where they do all the movies and Mm -hmm. stuff, the big movies that are coming out four hours. And now like my sister goes and she has to wait, you know, all day to get into a panel because the third panel from then is actually one she wants to see. So she has to watch the uh, like Sesame Street panel in order to watch the, (laughs) what we do in the shadows panel, (laughs) you know, and it's, it's, and, you know, so you get there and you wait in line and it's, it's a gamble of whether or not you'll get in to anything that you want to see or it, you have to lose a day because you have to camp out overnight to get into something you want to see. Like it's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's, that's Diego Comic Con. That's the biggest one. But a lot of these other ones. Well, I'm that are-
1: sure that's going to spread. I mean, cause a lot of companies and like film companies will go to, you know, New York Comic Con, Chicago, wizard world or whatever. And I think that's just going to get worse. Yeah,
0: but That's the thing, though. They may not know. This actually might make them realize they're spending too much money on all these appearances. They don't really need to do it. Uh, and Comic-Con, I mean, New York's kind of become the second one. Uh, but, like, a lot of these other ones don't get a, a big movie presence. They get, like, some actors will show up and whatever. But they don't have the big panels like, you know, San Diego Comic-Con does. They don't do those things. But E3 is another one to go to the gaming convention side where, like... That was already on shaky. Sony
1: Sony backed out last year. Yeah, I don't think they ever had any intention of going back.
0: That was already on shaky ground, and then this year, there's not having one because of all this going on, and to the point where a lot of the big companies might look at that and go, "Yeah, we don't really need this. We can just do straight to digital like videos, like Nintendo have been doing for a couple of years. Like, there's other options, right?" Um, and. Not everything's going to be like that, of course, but I think because the idea that the conventions from both the comics, because there's too many of them, the gaming ones, because they're kind of redundant, like, the idea that basically having a year where we see what it's like not having them and going, hey, this was actually okay, we can just not have them again, and it'll save some money and save some effort and so on and so on.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know whose fault this really is? Nintendo. Because Nintendo Directs are so easy and fun and everyone looks forward to them and whenever they happen, they're like a magical experience and it gets talked about and all their games are promoted and uh, yeah, it's Nintendo's fault for making such a good Direct.
0: But there's a huge problem with that, of course, that, and this is, I don't want to get into this because this is not this is not what this video is about, but the the problem with that, though, is that all the smaller publishers who aren't big enough to have their own things benefit from having the big hobby E3 where everyone comes and gets to see them as well. You know, they're not everyone's first choice to go and see, but they get a lot of coverage because all the press and stuff go there and so on and so on. But, hey,
1: what if the movie theaters follow suit, though? What if, like, what if this is so successful for Wonder Woman that blockbusters go immediately to your VOD because a lot of people don't want to pay you know, for their whole family to go to the big movie. So they'll just pay the 20 bucks to rent it. And then all like the smaller movies go to the movie theaters well, for that, people who want to go. That's the
0: question, that's what I'm getting at is that what if this works? And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that that question, because people have been saying for a couple of years that our movie theaters dying, or are they going away, or they redundant, blah blah. What if this? How fir- you
1: go to a Marvel premiere?
0: What if they're forcing? What if forcing them to go down this path shows enough people that they'd rather just do it this way? Uh, that you know, the, the, I guess the phrase to use is 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 this the genie out the bottle, and can you put it back in? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I I, I that's what this conversation is supposed to be about. Because, like, like you say, like. It's weird, for I think, because f- I'm someone and you're someone. We, we both like going to movies on our own, so we're kind of in like this minority who just like going to see movies, and it's not a big deal. So to us, it is more expensive if a ticket's twenty dollars or for or if a VODs twenty dollars, right, for a movie. Like that's that's the price of Invisible Man in the Hunt. Is like, it's twenty dollars to rent for two days? But if you think about what a movie ticket costs, right? I think a movie ticket in dollars for me is like twelve, thirteen dollars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're just two people who live together and going to the movies is 25 plus dollars and then no but you know you can just get it at home for 20. you
1: don't you have to get popcorn and a drink and maybe you snuck in some candy but maybe you (laughs) go and you get the fresh peanut m&ms there
0: yeah i I never buy candy from the movie theater and all
1: theaters now have alcohol yeah they serve
0: at that point it's like okay it's like because 20 is actually a much lower price and i remember when they first the, the, the idea was first posed a couple of years ago of doing like stay and date like you can get a movie at home the price was going to be yeah, something yeah like 50 bucks or yeah, something it was going to be like 50 the idea being that if you were a whole family for a kids movie like you know parents and like two or three kids it's like well it's still work out cheaper than going to the movies but they don't want to lose too much money so they would make it 50 dollars 20 is a lot more reasonable 20 is a lot more like that's kind of the price where i can see people going you know what I'm willing to pay that for the new big AAA Marvel movie if you really care about it. Because mm-hmm. one of the reasons why that movie, movies still want movie theaters or studios still want movie theaters is that they make a lot of money off those movies for the big launches. Uh, you know, if, if movies went straight to what VOD prices are, you know, six months later, movies would make a lot less money. They would make, a, you know, a shit ton less money. So having, like, this idea of, like, no, that first couple months is, like, a $20, $30 VOD. And then after that, it goes down in price to what you you think of a, a VOD rental to be, which is what, $5, $4, whatever yeah. usually and then is. you
1: can purchase to own it when it comes out for like the $20 again.
0: Yeah. I guess the weird thing there though is it was like a blurry line of like, oh here yeah, when is that- when does that difference happen? Is it like a strict, like, you know, three month thing or four month thing?
1: Probably be the same as the movie theatres, like, yeah, around four months.
0: Because. Because it would still be the same thing that happens now, where some people are willing to wait for the home video. It would be the same thing, right? It's like you either. Pay... Or
1: if something just keeps making money, like why would they not just not release it and keep it as a rental? You know, some movies you you can't predict they'll just get word of mouth. And like oh, well. if they kept Parasite as a rental for a year, like for twenty dollars, people would probably buy it just because it's such as slow word of mouth spread about that film.
0: I don't think they would. I, I think no. I think there's a shelf life on on, on the the pr- the price when it because I think it's kind of like video games, and this is one of the reasons why I think Nintendo. If you don't love Nintendo, it's really hard to even want to try Nintendo because their prices never go down. And one of the mm-hmm. things that happen with other games is that okay, it's full price when it comes out, but then if you if you're not really that caring about it, you can wait and you'll try it when it's a cheaper price, right? But like movies, I feel like kind of the same thing. Not so
1: thing. much in digital form.
0: No, it's still on digital form because people wait for sale. I wait for sales. If I don't buy a if I don't buy a game the first week it's out, I will never pay full price um, for but it later. Still, if
1: you go if you go to a store, like it's going to go on sale cheaper or f- more fast, and you can get a lower price quicker before you can on the digital sales. Like digital, like you could still buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey or whatever the last one was for sixty bucks.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but. On th- digital. But physical's not an argument in this this discussion, though, right? Because physical has nothing to do with rent and VOD. Like that's not that's a separate thing completely.
1: No, but like it 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 means you have to go out. It's, you don't. You're paying for the convenience, and people are willing to pay more when it's convenient when they don't have to go out and find a copy of it.
0: But I don't know. There's, there's a two sided argument to that. This is this is getting to a whole other debate about physical versus digital, where Physical should cost more because it's higher quality. That Dig- digital shouldn't cost more because it's more convenient. But that's a that's a that's just a different of belief, I suppose. <laughs> because digital looks worse than physical copies every time.
1: No, no, I agree.
0: Uh, so so physical should cost more because it's higher quality. But you're paying for the bit rate. Uh, but that's a whole di- like other avenue you could go down. Uh, but like, I think that I think the idea of like having like a higher price because I do think that. Everyone who's willing to pay $20 for a rental for that first, like, week or two weeks when it's, like, hot and everyone's talking about it and it's the big new release, I feel like there is a, a curve where after a couple of weeks, if you've not got it already, you're probably willing to wait until it was five dollars right? You're probably willing to wait that couple of months when it's cheaper. So I guess there's maybe this thing of, like, you know, for movie studios finding where that curve is and when has it stopped being profitable and when is it just turning people away because it's too expensive. But mm-hmm. if you keep shortening that window, then it makes it more tempting to wait. So you have to kind of have that, just that perfect mix. It's, it's almost the uh, the the gambling thing of like, you want people to be tempted to keep going for the, the, the new thing. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, it's also what movie theaters have been trying to do over the last few years anyways. Like, I don't know what your movie theaters are like, but here, like every single one of them has reclining seats. They have like a tray that comes out for your food. Some of them have heat warmers now, so there's less seats, and the tickets have gone up in price. But you're paying for like every seat now is good. Like you don't have to worry about if you have the front row, it's not a big deal.
0: It's kind of a mix. It's kind of a mix uh, of what you just said in the sense that the price already went up before anything happened, so the price is kind of unaffected. It was already absurdly expensive, but. They have yeah, been well, movie
1: theaters are already struggling to get people into seats and there is a theater here that has something called like a twilight hour and tickets are six bucks at like four o'clock.
0: Well hold on, but let me so the prices have already went up before anything else happened. But they mm-hmm. have been solely putting in recliners, although there's been no fancy trays or leg warmers or that. <laughs> that's, that's not been a thing. Yeah, but,
1: my theater here the AMC that's near me just put in heated seats. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um so there's been nothing like that but they have been making an effort multiple multiple chains to put in recliners because uh you know they have to do something to make it more attractive to go basically and i'm someone who just cares about movies so i would i'd keep going anyway to a point that said though i have to ask myself like how do i feel like if i have the option of like going to a theater or just staying at home and watching it like if, if, if both options are there day one like mm-hmm. what am i going to take and you what? Know, what's the incentive? Um,
1: some movies I really like a crowd. Like a lot of people tell me like they don't understand why I would do first showings of a movie or like I used to do a lot of the midnight premieres, but they don't really do midnight premieres anymore. They're always on at like seven o'clock now mm-hmm. the, on the Thursday night. But, you know, a lot of people say like, I'm going to wait until the crowds are not there so I can enjoy the movie. And like, no, you go with a crowd. Everyone's excited to be there to see the continuation or to see what's going to happen and you want to be there with fans like i like the energy of a crowd still for some movies for obviously the big blockbuster action movies um horror movies are great for a crowd comedies are always funnier in a crowd like that that still appeals to me
0: oh i I don't know about horror movies i i find that if if i have more than a couple people at a horror movie there's always at least someone who's a dick, and I hate I hate the ruin my experience because they have to mm-hmm. like laugh at things that aren't funny and things like Luckily, that. Luckily,
1: I live in America and no one here is an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, seriously, like when I watch a horror movie with a crowd, like peop- when it gets tense, people like tense up and sound. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, mean, unless you have like a teenager there.
0: Yeah, so teenagers like, are the worst. Crowded, of-
1: a group of teenagers, they're always. That's universal in any country.
0: Yeah, teenagers <laughs> are the worst in horror movies. Well, in any movie, but especially horror movies um honestly the weird thing that you're telling me here about like oh some movies it's better with a big crowd honestly here crowds are silent for movies people don't cheer at movies so the crowd is irrelevant the crowd is a nothing factor for most movies yeah but
1: there's there still might be some reactions that are more effective with a crowd Like jokes are you know nobody laughs at a joke no people laugh either.
0: no people laugh that is the only reaction that anything gets is laughter but people don't cheer in movies here they just don't it's yeah. never been a thing
1: well, yeah, I mean, uh, going to, you know, the next Star Wars movie, or the next Marvel film, like you, I, I do like going with people who are just, you know, we all waited till the very, like, the first second that you can order a ticket, you know, to, to get there. And we're all happy that we got the first, you know, showing. We're all fans, you know, anyone who's there for the first showing of a Marvel film, we're all fans. And, yeah, you get some cheers, because you know who you're in company with. That goes away after, like, a week, but... <laughs> mm. <laughs> or certainly after that first day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I... Because it's, it's, I don't want movie theaters to die. I don't want them to go away, right? I don't know. But... It does kind of feel like a weird inevitability. Um, I, I think, obviously... There is something about the big stream, there's something about the the sound system, that obviously. I mean, you can have surround sound at home, but it's not the same as having the, the movie theatre sound, right? Uh, like, no. that makes some sense. But I do kind of work. I do genuinely work. Because one of the reasons why physical media is kind of a niche thing now, and streaming has taken it off so much, is because of one word. It's, uh… oh god, the word is with my brain. Uh... <laughs> Convenience. I love this. It's convenience. Yes. Oh. Right? Uh, convenience wins out every time. It doesn't matter if the other thing's better quality because it is. Mm-hmm. A physical Blu ray is night and day better than streaming in 1080p. It just is. Uh, the yep. bit rate is not comparable. But streaming still wins because people, uh, you know, at their core are kind of lazy. And if there's a really easy option, what? then they'll take that option. So my worry here is that because we get people used to the idea of these big new movies so let's say this happens let's say Wonder Woman 84 goes to VOD it's $20 $25 whatever it is to rent when it comes out and let's say this this works and it makes just as much money uh, for the studio for opening weekend say are they then tempted to follow that, that's, that, that model going forward are they tempted to sort of dabble in that again because oh hey this worked for the big movie maybe
1: I just hate seeing everything go away like I still like having a reason to leave the house. You know? <laughs> I yeah, I still go to the mall on the weekend when I'm bored and just walk around and hope that I find something. You know, but I'll get a call from my mom. She's like, what are you doing today? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to a movie. And she'll say, yeah, I need to get out of the house. Let's go to the movies. And it wouldn't be the same. It would be like, hey, I want to see Invisible Man. Uh, can I come over to your place and we can watch it? It would rather than like, let's, you know, put on non-pajama clothes and fix <laughs> <laughs> yourselves up and go to the movies and get some popcorn and wine and have an it
0: experience. it's for the record, much like physical media, much like uh, you know comic books or whatever, I don't think theatres will ever completely go away. But I do no, th- I don't think so either. I do think there's a chance, though, that it will become more of a niche thing than that is the main format of which everyone consumes movies. It'll be something yeah. that we do because we love movies, but it won't be something that everyone has to... like. I could totally see a future where there's no movies that are, like, theater because I mean, maybe Christopher Nolan movies, because he, he hates the idea of not having a theatre mm-hmm. presentation, but I can definitely see a future where, no, no, James like, Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron's maybe another one, you know. Other directors who insist, no, no, it must be in the theatre.
1: Or if there's, like, a new format to, you know, to to make movies, like, you mm. want to experience that in a the theatre. Like, you know, when James Cameron brought us 3D films and... Or not brought us, but like brought it back, and that was a really great experience. And that's not something he could have given us if it was just a VOD release.
0: No, totally. But I, I, I just, I think it's just interesting talking about it because this is a shift, like them doing this with these big, high-profile movies. And Wonder Woman would be huge if if they do that with Wonder Woman, which is the big comic book movie. I don't think got... I would
1: rent it. Like th- to be honest, like if it if it gets released. And, uh only on streaming services. Like, I don't think I would rent it. I think I would just wait for it to be free somewhere if I'm going to watch it on my TV anyway. But I'll go see it in the theater. Like, cause what what else am I going to do? Am I just going to get out of the house to go eat at a restaurant? I, <laughs> is that the only reason I'm leaving my house now? it <laughs> <That> sucks. <laughs> I want
0: to have something to do. Yeah, I mean that's not really a, a concern right now. <laughs> <laughs> because everywhere is saying, no, don't leave your house. But Yeah, I know. But like,
1: I just don't want, I don't want to lose that. <laughs> I don't want to lose that too. You know, I And I guess there, there was this little theater in um, the last place I lived in, which was uh, Richmond, Virginia. When I first moved there, there was this tiny little theater. It was a Regal Theater, which is a popular chain here. But um, it was only two screens and it was really old old theater. Like you walk in and you go up, there's one theater downstairs and you walk upstairs and there's a tiny theater upstairs and the the seats were super narrow. They're not meant for Americans today. <laughs> like it was just a really old vintage theater and they only ever played like, um, just really hard to find like festival films, you know, like I went and saw Oh, my name. Hello, my name is Doris. There was the last movie I saw before it it got closed down, and it was a really nice experience to just, you know, find a place that would a theater that would show these types of films that were hard that didn't get played in other theaters, you know, because it wouldn't make any money.
0: Well, hell, I would and, I would um, love that, but I don't have the option.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this and this was an option, you know, and it was just full of senior citizens mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of ladies with perms in that theater, but. um But it did, you know, it did well enough. Like, every time I went, it was not sold out, but, like, it was pretty full. It was just this really cute little theater, and it wasn't, you know, even though other theaters were starting to get reclining chairs and stuff, you can tell this theater was just maintained the way that it was built for a long time. They didn't have to, like... Pander,
0: you know, <laughs> to, okay, I'll, I'll, to
1: try to, get, but it did end up, it did end up clo- closing down. I assume because first it was bought out by Regal, and Regal was like, why are we keeping this open? It's only two screens. Nobody goes here. There's there's four other Regal theaters in Richmond, Virginia. Let's just close it now. And oh. It sucked because those movies were now. Now I had to rent them.
0: I will say this though, um, if the theater that's close to me shut down because the theaters, you know, stopped making money or as much money, so there's less of them. The, the, the choice then would be either travel over an hour to get to a theatre or rent it at home. I'm almost always going to choose rent it at home at that point. Right now I can get yeah. to a theatre pretty quickly, so the choice is actually quite, you know, even and I can sort of weigh up why I'd want to go to the theatre for certain movies or not. But if I can't go mm-hmm. easily to a theatre, if it becomes like a chore to get to the theatre, then you know, that's something else. That's a, that's a whole other d- debate. So, what I'm saying, well, I'm, the point I'm making there is is that if shifting more to vod or streaming these movies uh means that half the theaters close then that actually might drive a lot of the population who wouldn't pick the the, the streaming option to have to pick the streaming option because it's unfeasible then for them to go to the theater depending on where they live yeah. so that, that could be a potential kind of like knock-on effect from movie studios doesn't it? they may not maybe, maybe this will be like a, a quick thing and they'll just go back to normal afterwards but I mean if universal maybe makes people
1: a... will be so desperate to get outside that's <laughs> true and do something yeah. that they'll go the, there will be a huge outpouring go to, everyone will go to the their local theater and
0: but if universal a makes a ton of money today not sneaking candy oh this weekend because invisible man's available to to see this way if they make a lot of money from it then maybe they go hey maybe these horror movies work better if we if we do it this way 20 dollar rental uh when they come out instead uh, yeah that sucks. one of the reasons why they might not do it though there's actually one really compelling reason why they wouldn't is that uh, piracy is, is a big issue when something's released to a streaming service yeah. or a VOD service is that it's easy for pirates to have like a, a perfect copy if you will to, to release, Whereas you can't do that when it's just in the theatres, so there is actually that one big reason why they'd still be heavily tempted to go back to the theatre model and stick with that for a while
1: yeah, that's true that might be enough,
0: like. That be, yeah.
1: Yeah, because if you want to get a digital copy of something that's released in theaters day one, you, you have to get a copy of somebody who's filmed it in the theater. Yeah,
0: you have to get the heads. For the most part. You have to get the heads. Yeah. it's basically Mister Science Theater but without the jokes. Or
1: people like walking across. So <laughs> I, I
0: I've never, you I've, have never
1: somebody shouting next to you like Chill
0: I've never caught anyone doing it in a theater, but if I did, if I saw if I saw someone behind me doing it i'd maybe start doing like mystery science theater like hand motions or something just so that the, whoever's yeah. watching this later on the internet can get the the full experience
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'll dub in some jokes later if you want <laughs> definitely uh well, that could be something. I, yeah screw those guys uh, yeah yeah screw them uh so yeah mo- i feel like this crisis in the world is going to force a lot of like perspectives and a lot of things to change a little bit and movies are one of those things that could alter uh of course yeah. the issue is well that of course they've shut down production on stuff right now meaning that we may have a drought of movies later uh you know once all the stuff that's been so movies movie theaters won't
1: have a chance to recover
0: yeah they won't have any movies to show when they when we come back uh but then again like you say though there may actually be kind of an influx because everyone's dying to go to a theater again so maybe theaters and bars and things will all make tons of money yeah. when everything opens again but
1: You know, one thing that uh, my family likes to do is, you know, we we had tickets this past weekend that, of course, were, you know, canceled to go see The Hunt for Red October in the Mm -hmm. movie theater, because a lot of theaters will do special events and special screenings, and they'll just put on older films that are, you know, people missed or want to see on the big screen again. And, you know, maybe there'll be more of those just to have some variety, bring back anniversary editions and
0: I think stuff like double features and, you know, like theme nights and things like that are a good way to alien. Maybe, at least get the film fans in. It may not attract newbies, but I think for people like us, it's like, oh, hey, there's like a, a zombie triple feature one night for like 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll go see that. I'll yeah, out.
1: put jazz in the theater. I'll go see jazz.
0: I'll go watch a bunch of zombie movies back to back. Uh... Yeah, so there's things they can do, but I could see it becoming more of a of a niche thing. Unfortunately, uh, maybe too early to call this now, though. This may not be the change that does this. This may this this still may take another decade or two. But this maybe crisis it, could this might it.
1: bring in a lot more of those like movie
0: passes. Though so. it might, to yeah to get
1: people to come back again.
0: Which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily. I think uh, I used to have a subscription like that where I could go see as much as I wanted for a monthly price, and I did love mm-hmm. it. I used it all the time because I had access, and it was like this. It was financially yeah. very viable to like, oh, I'll pay twenty bucks a month and I'll go see as much as I want. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. We have that here for uh, for Regal and AMC have some kind of pass, but um, to be honest, there's so many movie theaters here that. I never know which one I'm going to go to, so <laughs> so I've never per- I haven't purchased a pass because what if people want to go see the 4:30 show at the AMC and I have the Regal one like or there's there's like f- there's like four different movie theaters in my town so mm. I'm sure some of them might have to close some doors
0: after all this but they might um, yeah. it's very possible I mean it depends how much government help some of these companies get and and you know if the, if the if the gaps too long if they get some grants or whatever to keep them going or <laughs> whatever they end up doing yeah. but
1: i went to the theaters on the last weekend the last what was the last movie i saw oh i went and saw call of the wild <laughs> because regal gave me a free popcorn cuz they're afraid that no one was going to the movies so i went and got my free popcorn and watched call of the wild
0: well no one's going and this weekend that would be
1: my last movie at a movie theater
0: <laughs> for possibly months yeah, I know it's weird. It's a, it's a weird weird. Actually, the
1: movie's pretty good. I uh, it got a lot of hate, but I really liked it. Recommend. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll put it in the title. And of... everyone
1: watch *Onward* because that should have done a lot better than it did. That was a really great film.
0: It just hit the exact wrong time for this crisis. Yeah, I know. It was just the wrong time. So there you go. That's basically our discussion on like what may happen because of this. Because this is kind of unprecedented. We're in kind of on. You know, untraveled un, un uncharted waters. territory? Uncharted territory, Yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say I'll to say uncharted waters, not territory, but same difference. Uh, so yeah. Tell us in the comments what you think. Uh what might happen. Uh if you think this will change anything, if you think enough people will be who like this model enough that they'll just not want to go to theaters anymore after after the gap. Because as much as some people like us obviously like going to the theatres, some people will be like, No, I'd rather just watch movies at home. Uh, we'll see. I like get cabin fever. Yeah. Well, yeah but maybe these... I gotta get out of here. Yeah, but maybe the people who hate going to the theater and rather watch stuff at home, maybe they do lots of other things out. Maybe they're really social in other ways, which is why they don't see movies as that.
1: Oh, part you mean of their like life?
0: clubs? Gross. I don't know. Bars? Whatever people do that aren't nerds. People who dance? Yeah, I don't dance. That's not, that's not my thing.
1: I dance at weddings because there's usually an open bar. <laughs>
0: Good to know. That's been our discussion. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, if you want to support everything we do here on MailFuzzTV, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzzTV. Give us a little, a little dollar per month and get some bonuses for your trouble, uh, bonus outtakes, bonus episodes of some of our movie podcasts, including the science fiction movie podcast that me and Tara do. So if you like us two as a pair, you can go see that. Uh, and we do a movie every week and talk about stuff. And we got a theme month. we got a lot, bunch of extra th- episodes in April, all these 70s movies because we're in 70s month so sci-fi. Pew, pew, pew. so go, i look forward to that but uh thank you very much for joining us let us know what you thought uh, what your thoughts are on all this stuff in the comments uh but thank you once again keep watching movies guys and if you can get it it's always nice to have diplomatic immunity